With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. God, in the precious holy name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we thank you for everything you've done to us, through us, and for us. Thank you for your people all over the world. Thank you for what you created for us. We bless you. We adore you. We magnify you. We exalt you, and we glorify you, O God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that you will keep us safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. Help us to do better at work or at school or even or anywhere. And help us with all of our problems in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask for your will to be done in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, strength and redeemer, guide and protector. Amen. Amen and amen. God bless you. Children of God, I do greet each of you in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, our soon-coming King. We thank God for another day. He has added to our lives I thank God for each of you under the sound of my voice, for the Bible tells us that it is good and pleasant for brethren to dwell together in unity. Understand, my brother or my sister, there are two things that God wants out of us as his children. He wants us to dwell together. He wants us together. And he wants us together 
in unity. Not you believing one thing, I believing another thing, he believing it. God wants us unified. And the way that we, as children of God, will be unified the way God desires for us to be is by us displaying a greater sensitivity to the Spirit of God. You see, children of God, the Spirit of God never argues or disagrees or is contentious with the Spirit of God. That's one of the ways that you can tell that the devil is in something. Arguments, conflicts, disagreements, all that's an indication that the devil is involved because the Holy Spirit is not arguing with himself. The Holy Spirit is not disagreeing with himself. The Holy Spirit brings peace among his people. It's my prayer for us as children of God. Let us listen to the Holy Spirit. Let us submit to him and we will experience a peace which transcends all understanding. We bless God this evening. Um, the Lord had placed something in my spirit to share with you all this evening. And I pray that we are blessed as I know God is going to say something in our midst that is going to help us grow higher and stronger in him. We're going to look at the book of James, chapter 1, with a special focus on verse 4. James, chapter 1, with a special focus on verse 4. From the New International Version, our scripture reads, Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Once again, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. We're going to work from a theme this evening, children of God. Let perseverance finish. Let perseverance finish 
Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. We bless you. We adore you. We reverence you. We magnify you. We sing holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. We exalt your holy name. We join in with the heavenly choir in singing praises and adoration to your name. You are the master of creation. You are our heavenly father. You are our sustainer, our provider, our protector, our healer, our deliverer, our very present help in a time of trouble. You are our everything. Every good and perfect gift has come from you. Father, thank you for revealing yourself in us. I pray, Father, as your people are gathering from different countries and different nations, different kindreds and tongues, may your spirit speak a word this evening that will bless us. May no one leave this worship tonight the same way that they came in, but increase us, Heavenly Father. Give us a little more knowledge, a little more wisdom, a little more understanding that we may better do the things that are pleasing in your sight. Once again, forgive us as we have sinned in thought, word, or deed, either knowingly or unknowingly. Have mercy upon us, Father. Have mercy. We ask that you lead and guide us in your paths of righteousness for your namesake. Show us what you want us to see. Tell us what you want us to know. Father, we yield and we submit ourselves. We submit these bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto you. For this is our spiritual act of worship. Father, We do not want to conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but we want to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Then, you have told us, we can test and approve what your will is, your good, pleasing, and perfect will. Do these things for us, Heavenly Father, and we will be so careful to forever give your name glory, honor, and praise. These and all other blessings we ask and count done in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ. Let God's people say amen. Amen and amen. We bless God tonight. James chapter 1. Let Perseverance, finish. Understand, my brother and my sister, each one of us are works in progress. Husbands are works in progress. Wives are works in progress. Children are works in progress. Adults are works in progress. Brothers, sisters, 
pastors, come on, and congregation members. We are all works in progress. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I'm hearing in my spirit, the Lord say, never forget that. Never think that you are a finished product. In other words, never think, husband, that you're the best husband there could be, or wife, that you're the best wife that you could be, or children, that you're the best children that you could be, or parents, that you're the best parents. There's always room, come on, children of God, talk to me, for improvement. May we improve in the mighty name of Jesus. Husbands, you could be better. Wives, you could be better. Children, you could be better. Parents, you could be better. Pastor, you could be better. Congregation member, come on, children of God, you could be better. And if we keep this mindset that we can always be better. It can keep us from developing the big head. It can keep us from becoming conceited. And and what I'm hearing the Lord say, it can prompt in us a spirit of compassion for others. Let perseverance. Let it finish. Let it finish. Now, as we look at James, he talks to you and I about trials and temptations. These are two forms of attack that each of us must go through. We all have trials. We all have temptations. Your trial may not be the same as my trial, and my trial may not be the same as your trial, your temptation may not be the same as my temptation. My temptation may not be the same as yours, but we all have trials and temptations. Now, understand this. Trials, for the most part, are attacks that come to us from without. Temptation for the most part, are attacks that come to us, what? From within. I shared with you all a little earlier. You and I, as children of God, we are in the middle of a battle zone. The adversary and his demonic horde are launching an attack on us from without and from within. But I want to encourage you tonight, child of God, 
that regardless of what he and his demonic horde are launching on us as children of God, we have the victory through Christ. I want to let you to know tonight, child of God, that you are destined for success. You are destined for victory. I know it may feel sometimes like it's not going to work out well. It may look at times like it's not going to work out. It may appear like what we're going through is just too much. But I'm here to encourage somebody tonight. We already have the victory in Christ Jesus, our Lord. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, he wrote a letter to the 12 tribes of Israel that were scattered among the nation. And he says to us, because he knew that we already have the victory. See, now, if you start shouting after God shows you the victory, or after God brings about the victory, then there's a lot of shouting time that you have lost. My prayer for you tonight is that you gain some shouting time. In other words, learn how to shout in the midst of your trial, in the midst of your temptation, in the midst of your hardship, because we know that we already have the victory, regardless of what we are in, regardless of what we are going through, regardless of what God allows the adversary to do, we have the victory. Now, what the Lord is bringing to my spirit is the Lord's disciples. These men and women of God had followed Jesus, had listened to Jesus. You know, they had their issues just like we do. They were human just like we are. But Jesus told his disciples on a number of occasions that he must be crucified. And on the third day, raised to what? Life. He told his disciples ahead of schedule exactly how things were going to go down. Well, on the third day, Jesus did just like he said. He was going to do. And I want to let you know, child of God, the Lord's going to do just like he said he's going to do in your life. But he rose. On the third day, just like he said he would. He even came up and walked with some of his disciples. But the Bible says they were kept from recognizing him. Now, I want to deal with that. The Lord is, is pausing me in my spirit. 
because of their failure to recognize, because of their unbelief, their faces were downcast. They were sad. They were discouraged. They they thought uh, things were over. Things were not going to work out. Because of, listen to me, child of God, our own belief can have us missing out on the promises of God even when he brings them to pass. You say, Apostle, what are you trying to let us know? Jesus rose just like he what? Said he would. But because the disciples did not believe what he had said, because the disciples were walking by sight instead of walking by faith, it caused a disturbance in their innermost being. I'm here to let you know, child of God, when we don't believe God, when we don't trust his promises, when we don't trust his word, we too will be worried. We too will be upset. We too will have downcast faces and downcast downcast countenances when we don't believe what God has said. I want to encourage you tonight. Believe God. Even if it doesn't look like it's true, believe God. Even if it doesn't feel like it's true, believe God simply because he said so. See, the world works off of a premise. Seeing is believing. That's what the world works off. Well, children of God, we are not the world. Our premise should not be seeing is believing. Our premise should be hearing is believing. In other words, we hear God and we believe. We may not see anything for some time. We believe God because he said so. And the God that we serve, he cannot lie. My brother and my sister, God is going to do exactly what he said he would. He's not going to veer to the left. He's not going to veer to the right. The third day passed when Jesus had been crucified. When the third day came, those disciples should have been rejoicing. They should have been shouting, even though they could not see Jesus, even though they didn't know where he was. They should have been rejoicing because it was the third day. And he said that on the third day, he was going to rise. You say, Apostle, what are you saying to us? What are you encouraging? I want to encourage you, my brother and my sister. Begin to rejoice when God says he's going to do something. Why? Because the God that we serve, he cannot lie. He cannot swear by anyone greater than himself. He's going to do just what he said. Whether we perceive it, 
whether we recognize it, whether we can feel it, whether we think it, believe it, God's going to do what he said he's going to do. Now, now God says, Robert, share this with my people for me. The Lord is speaking in my spirit now. He said, Robert, my coming back does not depend on whether or not men believe that I'm coming back. Come on, children of God. Huh? Our, the, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, his coming back does not depend on whether you believe it or whether I believe it, whether we believe it or not. He's coming back because he said he would. Jesus didn't rise up on the third day because his disciples believed it or not. He rose up on the third day. Come on, somebody talk to me. Because he said so. I want to let you to know, child of God, that God is looking for some because he said so Christians. Christians that will move and Christians that will launch out and Christians that will do just because God said so. Let perseverance finish. One of the places that perseverance is trying to take you and trying to take me is to a place where we move because he said so. We do because he said so. Let perseverance finish. James said, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and my sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Now, what you have here in this passage is some contradictory terms. In other words, some terms that you normally don't think go together. You normally don't think of joy and trials. But James is telling us that we can go beyond natural thinking. Normally, when you think of joy, you think of something joyous, new house, new car, financial blessing. You think of the things that we like. Well, James is letting us to know that joy runs deeper than the things that we like. That joy can be obtained even out of the things that we don't like. Come on, somebody. I wish I had somebody to talk to me. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and my sisters. Joy. James said, look, I know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to brothers and sisters. James said, I'm not saying this to the unsaved world. I'm not saying this to individuals who don't have the spirit of God because they wouldn't understand it. They, this makes no sense to the unsaved mind. Joy in trials makes no sense to the carnal mind. For the carnal mind does not receive the things that come from the spirit of God. Neither indeed can they do so. But James said, I'm talking to brothers and sisters. I'm talking to men and women 
who have the spirit of God, who understand and realize that sometimes God does his best work through some of the worst times for us. Consider it pure joy when you face trials. Normally, when we face trials in the flesh, we want to cry, we want to complain, we want to murmur, we want, uh uh-uh, James said, uh uh-uh. I want to encourage somebody tonight, change your attitude toward your trials. Go ahead on, go ahead on, write that, go ahead on, write that. What? Change your attitude toward your trials. When you get to the place, my brother or my sister, when I get to the place where we can rejoice in our trials, a lot of times we will find that our trials are not so bad. Much of how we respond to our trials depends on our attitude. Let me say that again. Much of how we respond to our trials depends on our attitude. James has just let us know. See, we're talking about perseverance finishing. Now, if you don't let perseverance finish, if every time some difficulties come in your life, you want to try to run away from it or you want to try to escape, or you, then you're not letting perseverance finish. But if we allow perseverance to finish, it will bring us to a place and what the Lord is, is flashing in my spirit, as I share this with you all, he's flashing an eagle in my spirit, the bird, an eagle. Now, an eagle is not like most other birds. When a storm comes up, most other birds, little birds, they have to get somewhere, find some cover get underneath something, basically try to hide themselves till the storm passes. Eagles don't have to do that because God has made eagles and equipped eagles with a power in their wings and in their loins that will allow them to fly up, come on, children of God, above the storm. I want to encourage you today, children of God, and let you to know that God has allowed you and I to soar like eagles up above the storms, up above the clouds, up above the wind, up above. Listen, God has equipped us. Now, an eagle can stay down below if he wants to and get beat and battered by the storm or the eagle can flap his wings a little little harder, can fight, push through a little harder and get to a place where it's smooth flying. I want to encourage somebody tonight under the sound of my voice. 
somebody that has been getting beat and battered by the storms of life. Child of God. You are a child of God, too. God is saying, flap your wings a little stronger and make it up above the storm. We have that power. We have that anointing to go above stuff that is bothering and causing problems for others. We have the ability to go above it and go to a place of peace. You know, I've been in airplanes and I've, I've been in, 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 you know, in up above the storm and where it was storming and raining and and up in the airplane. There's a whole nother, whole nother environment up there, you know, up above the clouds. I want to encourage you, child of God, allow God to take you, what? Above the clouds, above the storms of life. We've got the power. We've got the ability. James says you got to let perseverance. Got to let it finish. You know. Let perseverance finish. Why? Why are we able to consider it pure joy? James said here's why. Here's why you can consider it pure joy when you're going through your trial, when you're going through your test. Because you know. Who is he talking to? Brothers and sisters. Who is he talking to? Children of God. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. See, some of us, we talk about, sometimes we don't even know what we're talking about. You know, talk about how we want to be like Jesus. I just shared that with one of the saints earlier today. We talk about how we... We want to go to the next level. We talk about, we talk some things that we don't realize there's a flip side to. When you talk about wanting to be like Jesus, he was despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrows and familiar with suffering. Like one from whom men hide their faces. He was despised. And we esteemed him not. Surely he took up our infirmities and carried away our sickness. So understand, going to the next level, we talk about we want to go to the next level. Well, understand, my brother and my sister, that in order to go to the next level, you've got to go through some next level suffering. You've got to pass through some next level trials, some next level tribulation. We talk about we want great anointing. You need to understand there is no great anointing without great suffering. James said, you know that the testing of your faith is what produces perseverance. So we hollering, we want more perseverance. We want more perseverance. James said, do you understand what you're really saying? You want more tests. You want more tests. Because it is the testing of our faith. 
that produces perseverance. Let's close on verse 4. We're not going to be in here long tonight. James said, let perseverance finish its work. Child of God, I want to encourage you tonight. Let perseverance. Listen to me. Listen, listen. All of us are going through trials and what? Temptations. Whatever, and all of us right now, every one of us, every one of you under the sound of my voice is going through a trial and going through a temptation right now. All of us, young, old, rich, poor, black, white, we all going through trials and tribulations. And guess what? The trial and the temptation that you are going through, that I'm going through right now, they, it is what we were destined for. In other words, before God ever formed us in our mother's womb, the trial, the temptation, the hardship, the difficulty we are going through right now, God knew that we had to pass through. It's a stupid thing to ask, why did this or that happened to me. It happened to you or it happened to me because we were what? Destined for it. We sometimes waste time thinking, well, if I would have done this, this wouldn't have happened to me. Or if I would have done that, uh, I wouldn't have had to go. No, no, no. No need of doing that. Because if you are going through it, if I am going through it, it is what we were destined for. Let perseverance finish. It's work in me and in you so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Now, we're going to close out here. Think of God as a master chef. Master chef from time to time will do what with what he's cooking? What will he do with what he's cooking? He will taste it. He would taste a little of it. A, ma- a good master chef has got to have good taste buds because he's got to know if the dish needs more salt or more pepper. If the dish needs more sugar or more salt. He needs to know he has to have a very good taste buds so that when he tastes the dish, He will know what is needed. Well, God is our master chef. And when he tastes our lives, God has very good taste buds. He knows exactly what we are missing. Praise the living God. So as God is tasting your life, he said, huh? He needs a little more patience. Or God is tasting my life. Huh? He needs a little more compassion. As God tastes our lives, he knows what we need. And God will allow what we need 
to be added to us. And God will remove what he knows we do not need. A good chef, a good chef. Basically what he does is he adds to the food what needs to be what? Added. And he removes from the food what needs to be removed. What God is doing to you, my brother or my sister. What God is doing to me is he's adding what needs to be added. And he's removing from us what needs to be removed. That at the end of the day, we will be just like Jesus. Fit for eternity. There to spend forever of his saving grace. So I want to encourage you, my brother and my sister. It's not always easy. God has not promised that. Does not always feel good. God has not promised us that. But God has promised that it's going to work together. Whatever you're going through, whatever I'm going through, whatever we're going through as children of God, it will work together for our good. Because we love him and we have been called according to his purpose. Be encouraged, my brother or my sister. God is bringing us to the finish line. God is bringing us and allowing perseverance to finish, to complete us, to mature us, to make us into the men he wants us to be, to make some of us into the woman that he wants us to be, to make some of us into the children, into the parents, into the pastors that he wants us to be. May God bless you, my brothers and my sisters, and may heaven continue to smile on each of you. Church at gmail.com. Check out our website at https 
colon forward slash forward slash T H A D F G dot Wixsite dot com forward slash T C C C W W. Feel free to join us on Talk Shoes, Freecast, YouTube, and iTunes and 9 a.m. 6 p.m. daily. On Talk Shoe, call 724-444-7444. Enter ID 17959. On Freecast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christian Center Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our Talk Shoe homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you in Jesus' name. Amen.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.